Chapter 1 of Nature and Art. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by R. R. Olja, aka Roots, of the podcast Better with Books. Nature and Art by Elizabeth Inchbald. Chapter 1. At a time when the nobility of Britain were said, by the poet laureate, to be the admirers and protectors of the arts, and were acknowledged by the whole nation to be the patrons of music, William and Henry, youths under twenty years of age, brothers, and the sons of a country shopkeeper who had lately died insolvent, set out on foot for London, in the hope of procuring by their industry a scanty subsistence. As they walked out of their native town, each with a small bundle at his back, each observed the other drop several tears. But, upon the sudden meeting of their eyes, they both smiled with a degree of disdain at the weakness in which they had been caught. "'I am sure,' said William, the elder, "'I don't know what makes me cry.' "'Nor I neither,' said Henry, "'for though we may never see this town again, yet we leave nothing behind us to give us reason to lament.' "'No,' replied William, "'nor anybody who cares what becomes of us.' "'But I was thinking,' said Henry, now weeping bitterly, that if my poor father were alive, he would care what was to become of us. He would not have suffered us to begin this long journey without a few more shillings in our pockets. At the end of this sentence, William, who had with some effort suppressed his tears while his brother spoke, now uttered, with a voice almost inarticulate, Don't say any more. Don't talk any more about it. My father used to tell us that when he was gone we must take care of ourselves, and so we must. I only wish, continued he, giving way to his grief, that I had never done anything to offend him while he was living. That is what I wish, too, cried Henry. If I had always been dutiful to him while he was alive, I would not shed one tear for him now that he is gone, but I would thank heaven that he has escaped from his creditors. In conversation such as this, wherein their sorrow for their deceased parent seemed less for his death than because he had not been so happy when living as they ought to have made him, and wherein their own outcast fortune was less the subject of their grief than the reflection what their father would have endured could he have beheld them in their present situation. In conversation such as this, they pursued their journey till they arrived at that metropolis, which has received for centuries past from the provincial towns the bold adventurer of every denomination, has stamped his character with experience and example, and, while it has bestowed on some coronets and mitres, on some the lasting fame of genius, to others has dealt beggary, infamy, and untimely death. End of chapter 1 Recording by R. R. Olja, a.k.a. Roots, of the podcast Better With Books